Welcome to the Four Lead Podcast, a safe place for everyone. fucking amped about this one matt weiss yeah baby <laughs> go ahead and introduce what's yourself up, bro. what's going on <laughs> that, uh really uh long time friends with uh your brother-in-law yeah yeah that's know? how i know you yeah best man at the wedding yep great wedding um i did give a phenomenal speech though kind dude of. you crushed it dude. <laughs> dude, i'm not even kidding like uh that was from the heart i didn't write that down the only way to describe it is like is is kind of like like uh it's like a backup quarterback comes in, <laughs> and everyone's in the Super Bowl. Like the, yeah. like the main guy yeah. goes down, and they're like, what's going to happen here? And yeah. uh, absolutely blew everyone away. No joke. <laughs> they were like, like, trust, like, everyone expected me to go in like In the beginning, seven. everyone was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then, My sister dude. was like, oh, man, I told, yeah. the, I told the DJ yeah. one job today. Don't give uh, me the microphone. You know? I mean, what was funny is like, well, just leading up to it, what was great because... Like, uh, just walking around, I heard several people say, don't give Sam the mic. <laughs> and I'm like, like, one of them, I was even like, do you even know Sam? No, like, yeah, I never met him. It was, it was like, it was on the invitations. Like, <laughs> but oh. Sam gets the mic, and the crowd goes for a second, they're gasped. That, and then, touchdown. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. So any better. So, dude, we're back in my favorite part of New York, Astoria. Astoria, Queens. How'd you end up here? Best neighborhood in the world, man. Absolutely. You know, I actually lived here when I, when I was younger before. Really? Uh-huh. Where at? On Steinway? No, up on uh, on Broadway. Okay. And um, this dude is the best neighborhood in the world. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. <coughs> Everybody comes to New York and wants to go to, obviously, Manhattan's got all the, um, the World Trade Center, Times Square... Um, Little Italy, Chinatown. Story is the most authentic. Yeah, in my opinion, because it's it's a neighborhood. Like there's there's family, people know man. each other. It's not there's not as much so generation. I think of it's families, the high best. immigrant population. Yeah. Like like the best street food in the city. If you ask me, you know? oh yeah, Steinway has all the best restaurants. They have like this Portuguese steakhouse. I can't. I can never remember the name of it, and I got to walk up and down Steinway like a hundred times. But when I find it, it's amazing. It's oh. like hibachi but Brazilian. All right. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, he, like, I, I'm probably going to die here. You know? <laughs> like, uh, probably about a 99% chance I'd die here. I would. Unless I die in an unconventional way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, then, but you'd still be here. Most likely. Unless I'm driving back and die, you know what I mean? <laughs> die on the cross Bronx or yeah. whatever, you know? What, yeah, wherever I die, I want, like, I have a whole thing of, like, I want to be cremated. My ashes spread in certain important areas of my life. Like, Morgantown, West Virginia, obviously. All right. Astoria, Long Island, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, you know, just throw me in the river. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You want to be cremated or buried? Well, when I die, whatever's cheapest. (laughs) Whatever the kids just, I'm dead. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Whatever. If a funeral's expensive, don't even just fucking bury me in the backyard or whatever. So have you ever heard of a Viking funeral? Mm Mm-mm. So it's like they put you on a boat. And they kind of, like, float you out there. But you're covered in, like, flammable liquid. And then everybody shoots, like, an art, like an, a flaming arrow at you. Really? Yeah, that's, that would be a fun way to go. 
Yeah, but I agree. And but whoever wins, I'll put in the will gets five k. So it'll be interesting, <laughs> you know, if I have five k. Yeah, like make it a competition. Yeah. that's not a bad idea. Like, I, don't, I definitely don't want my funeral to be sad. You know. No, like it's unavoidable. We're dying. But the yeah, minute you're born, every, you're you're dying. Yeah, it's a, it's you, what's that game where they flip the sand and it goes down? Uh, flip the sand. Yahtzee. Is oh yeah. Game? Well, uh, well, I think Yahtzee's with dice, but <laughs> I don't know the game where you flip the sand. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a little sand bottle, and then it goes down. Oh, like Jumanji or something? Like sure. with the timing, with the timer. Yeah, with Robin Williams. All right. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm, but anyway, but so as soon as you're born, you only have a certain amount of time. It's finite. And, and, like, if you think about it, until you're, like, 15, you really don't know what's going on. You know, and then from 15 to, like, 30, you're figuring things out. So, like, you really only got, like, 30 to, like, 31 in your prime. Yeah. And then, I mean, literally, like... And then you're just getting ready to die. From the span of, like, humans' existence in the world, yeah. you're only alive for a few minutes. In reality. Yeah. We're, we're really only alive for a few minutes. That's why people, like, they t- everything people take too seriously, they're losing. Yeah. Right? If you're stressed out all day, you're the only one losing. Like, you're not making it out of here alive. <laughs> None <laughs> of us yeah, are. Yeah, no matter how many vitamins so, yeah, you take you or how many yoga it. classes you go to, you're capped at like well, 120. Now, we, we have a, an AI bot that gives us gambling picks. And I got to send these out because the game's in five minutes. I thought it was at, uh, we got some people's financial future depending on this. Is this for restaurant share? Uh, no, this is not. But actually, I, I got the bot after Restaurant Chair blew up. So what's the goal with Restaurant Chair? <laughs> blow up. Right, right now, the only way we could do it is we'd have to just relaunch it. Yeah. You we, know, for real. I think we should. I don't know how many people know that I'm the Funkle on there. Yeah, dude. You know, what sucks is also, you came in at, uh, at like, a great time, but just as everything died. You know? Well, I saw, I had to figure out who you guys were because I saw it was like, you know, everybody kept following Restaurant Chair Athletics or whatever. And I'm reading the bio and it's like, you know, everybody has a stupid podcast. And I'm like, well, all right, relax. And then, but then I see like, and I'm like, this has got to be like somebody affiliated with Jay, who's my brother. And then when I realized it was you and Jay, I was like, oh, I got to be, I got to get on this, you know? (coughs) No, I think, um, uh, it has a lot of potential, but we need we need our fearless leader to to uh, to to be there and to to you know. I he's know got he's got a lot, lot going, going on. He's got a lot in going. all fairness, yeah. Um, well, I mean, and just from that, I mean, it, uh, when you start these projects, I can see how people give up on it very quickly because it, it Dude, is really time consuming, and not man. a single person's paying you any money, and it's just like on yourself. It's basically cold calling. Like, yeah. But, and like, at least it's better than that. That and it's, sucks. It's even cold calling today, and everyone is, like, um, social media has made, in my opinion, people more evil. Like, oh, yeah. More, yeah. like, friends don't want to see you successful, you know? Like, there are people you know that won't listen to your stuff, won't click on it, literally because they're like, this guy created that? Fuck that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, I will say, I feel like thing, a lot man. of people support the four lead podcast. I, I don't. I don't have not many naysayers for it, which is I'm very Good. appreciative of. Um, I mean, I have a lot of people like message me to be on it, um, which is cool. 
Because it's, it's literally for any, I'll, I'll have anybody on here, you know. You could be a billionaire or homeless. Yeah. And we got, a, we got, we got 59 sure. minutes for you, you know, no problem. That's the only way to be. Well, sorry yeah. if that clank is loud. I'm no, not. it's definitely loud. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So, dude, when I was first like, because, you know, I'm driving like all over. And like when I originally started, before I got all this stuff and everything, it was just like me and my phone and my car driving to people's places, you know, and sitting to a podcast so like there's dogs barking there's trains going off you know like neighbors fighting next door but it, it's all part of the adventure uh-huh. and that's really it it's, re- it's really about the the journey but like if you do something and it's authentic and you keep at it it will be successful over time it has to be yeah one of my best friends uh can do and i can use his name because he you know he listens to the pod and, and he's kind of my de facto business manager. We just hired a social media manager, which is cool, but uh, Kenny's been with me since the beginning. And he was telling me that the average podcast that somebody starts lasts 10 episodes and they throw it away. Like, they're, they're just throwing the towel. Because really? they're not getting, like, a million downloads and all this stuff. And if you make it past 10 episodes, you have, a like, not, you're not going to be Joe Rogan, but, like, you got a chance. Yeah. But, like, people, yeah. like, put out, like, the first episode, it gets, like, you know, 100 plays, second episode, 70, and by the time they get to 10, it's, it's at, like, 5, and they're like, you know what, forget this. So, um, if you, like, I used to be huge into the numbers, but now I just don't care. I just, like, whoever... Fuck the numbers. Yeah. Fuck, exactly. Just fuck them. Just, it's, you can't, you know, it's the same thing of people, like, uh, like, even on social media, it's it's easy to fall into the trap of... Of looking back at how many likes a picture got, yeah. or how many, and and a lot of people are like, oh well, no, I don't never look, I don't care. Well, you're lying, you know. Like it's a cool <laughs> thing to be like, no, I never looked at how many likes I got on a photo or whatever. Yeah, everyone on that platform has, yeah, because that's what that platform is. Literally, it's a sharing platform with well, you likes know people and buy followers and buy likes and stuff. Dude, you you know, can't like, even trust those numbers. It, and like that's how far we've gotten where likes mean that much yeah that someone's paying you know 4,000 fake profiles in India to, <laughs> to comment on this shit yeah. or like it or you know yeah so I turn off all likes and comments on my stuff because good it's just like the only reason I even have well actually I think Ashley's running my social media now like she's running the page and stuff okay but like it's you know her whole thing is like music like excerpts from episodes, um, because you know, I, a lot. Not a lot of people listen. Do you listen to podcasts? Not really. Yeah, I mean, not always. But once in a while, I like. Uh, I'll listen to Joe Rogan sometimes. Yeah. I like another guy, uh, Patrick Bet David. I listen to. Okay. But uh, the PVD podcast. But I, it's because I, I like stuff that's interesting. Yeah. You know, like they talk about everything from, just from sports to politics to. You know, and I, I love talking about all that shit, you know? Yeah, well, I, I, I think that this podcast, the Four Lead Podcast, obviously in memory of my brother and my mother, but, like, I want it to be like, all right, this guy's a little nuts, you know? <laughs> like, he's a little crazy. Yeah. But, like, I like his messaging. I like the guests he has. It's always entertaining. It makes me, if I'm having a bad day, I feel better after listening to it. Because, like, I've been in the darkest, like, points imaginable where I just didn't care if I woke up. And now I'm like, all right, I wouldn't mind waking up, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I'll have a coffee and I'll get after it. But, what, but what's funny is some people say they're crazy, but they're not really crazy. They just yeah. say it's a front. Well, I'm, I'm You're just... fucking nuts. <laughs> really, honestly. He's, you think he's, so? He's as authentic as they come. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about that. No doubt. Now, oh, now hold on. We need to, oh, should I bring the bottle over here? 
<laughs> so uh, that's that's the most authentic line anyone's ever said to me to my face. What you, no, that? it's it's the truth. That's Tito's, right? This is Tito's. You ever go with the Russian plastic bottle with the writing? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's when you know you, you're going power. through it. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, believe it or not, that's fake Russian. <laughs> that, that Georgie is actually made in New York. Really? They just put a Russian symbol on it. Yeah, oh, my whole life's been a lie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but for two ninety nine, it can get you going <laughs> places. <laughs> for like a huge Gatorade-sized <laughs> bottle. But yeah, no, so back to like the messaging of the podcast. I, yeah, I do like, I want people to be like, all right, you know, this guy, he's been through it. He's not afraid to talk about what he, what things went ha- what happened this that and the third but more probably like get a message across like hey listen you know you're not alone yeah life can be tough but you can always do better and i'm not saying that if you lost someone really close to you it doesn't matter i'm just saying that like it doesn't have to be the end it can be a different beginning maybe not what you expected Definitely. it to be like Definitely. i didn't expect my brother to be gone um when i was like 30 but you know it happened so like I do this podcast and it's like he's still with me because like half the people I well more than half but like everybody who knows me knows him and it's like we're you know we're keeping him alive sort of thing yeah if that makes sense you know it's it's also the battle like um the, the battle mentally that that everyone has of of being their own almost worst enemy oh absolutely you know what I mean like um like there, are, there are, are wealthy people that contemplate killing themselves. Yeah. People where you would look from the outside and be like, you got everything. Yeah. There's billionaires that kill themselves. I mean, there's also a bunch of billionaires that just loaded up on a submarine that was controlled by an Xbox controller. And yeah, said that's that a good a, idea. I can't believe, <laughs> so, I can't believe that people of, of that caliber of like financial success did that. Like there's, that can't be the only Titanic submarine company, right? Yeah, I wouldn't think so, but I mean, you know, there's only one smart thing I've ever heard my own dad say. Okay. You know, because we we only know him for a short time, but the only smart thing he's ever said was never confuse wealth with intelligence. True. And in a a lot of ways, it's true. I mean, most of the rich people that we even look up to... You know, do you think they're really that smart? I feel like Zuckerberg's pretty smart. <laughs> and Elon Musk is probably pretty yes, smart. Yes, In um, fairness, they, they are real creative. Yeah. But look at, like, from Kardashians. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean... <laughs> Did you see... Uh, do you watch Caleb Presley on Barstool? I've never seen the, him. The Sunday interviews? No. It, it, dude, it's hilarious. It's like him and whoever his guest is, and then... Uh, Glenny Balls eating ice cream. You never heard of Glenny Balls? I know. I know he's the guy from Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> he just eats ice cream. <laughs> and when, so he had on. Uh, who's the dude? He was in all the movies with James Franco and Seth Rogen. Danny. Uh, Danny McBride. Okay. From East Pound and Down. And dude, they have him on, and they're pretty much talking about the same thing. Danny McBride, because like they do it, and like they try to catch the the guest off guard, like in a gotcha moment. And Danny McBride's like, well, you know, I took a step back because it was very hard to be a star, and then also everyone expecting me to give a great opinion on what they should think, you know, because <laughs> like, yeah. like Hollywood actors have a habit of like, no one cares what you think, but they think we right. do. And McBride, had, it was pretty funny. You got to watch that. I feel like you'd love it. But like, yeah, but it's like it's like anything in life, you know, you, you can you can never decide what happens to you, but you have to decide how you react. Yeah, and and that's the the main goal. 
And that, the main goal also is like you have to listen to that voice in your head that, you know, everyone knows drinking, you know, 50 ounces of vodka is a bad idea. Yeah. Everyone knows it is. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Everybody on earth knows. Even the person drinking will tell you it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But you have to listen to that voice. You have to be strong enough to, to listen to that voice and, and stick with it. Say, all right, I'm yeah. knocking down a bottle of vodka today. We're going we're gonna to be productive. We're going to get something done. Yeah. You know, that's the real key. Yeah. The key is that, and the key is also, like, a, everyone does this. Like, a, like it, it's so easy to, to worry about problems you have mm-hmm. always, yeah. you know? And, you, like, you have, to, you have to mitigate and forget about it, you yeah. know? You got to realize that there's different categories of problems, Right? Like, there's, like, a, a serious problem, a not-so-serious problem, and, like, why are you even worried about that? Yeah. You know? I mean, also, like, even financial problems here, if you ask me, you, money in USA is made up. It is. Money is made up across the world. It's not really real. Yeah. Especially in, in Candyland, USA. It's like a Candyland game of death, America, kind yeah. of. Yeah, You know? Like, even, like, um, like the situation with, with Ukraine. Like, to me, I can't understand it at all that the United States would send $6 billion to Ukraine consistently, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I think, we, I think on paper we sent $6 billion and we lost 4 or $5 billion they just announced that they, can't, they, they can't we don't know where it, it went. They, they just lost it. How come I can't ever find that? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they, they've been doing stuff like that forever, though. They, and that's the problem is our... We donate so much money across the world, and not just to Ukraine, but whether it was Afghanistan or Iraq, and then you got people here who are struggling, and it's like, oh, well, we can't do anything for you. And it makes no yeah, sense man. to me. What sucks is, like, what America could really be. Yeah. You know, like, like even when me and my girlfriend, when we went to Dubai, like, Dubai is not always the perfect person to look at, because they're guilty of their own own things, you know? Yeah. Like, they're foreign workers that they have from Bangladesh that work in construction that built the, the World Cup arena and, you know, a couple they, hundred yeah, died. Yeah, and then they just built it on top of them. You yeah. know, so, yeah, and they just kept going. Like, <laughs> you know, but... but It's horrible. To yeah. their own people, they do a lot of things that keep their own people wealthy. Yeah. And and there's an interview on CNN with, with the uh, whoever the, the head sheik is of Dubai. And he's like, my only responsibility when they asked him about human rights violation stuff is that my own people live well. And he's like, I ensure that they do. And they do. Like, yeah. even things like their oil, every barrel of oil that Dubai exports, every citizen gets a check. Really? Every single one. I think it's the same way in Kuwait, too. They get checks yeah. for that, yeah. I mean, like, that's that's a lot of money. And it, the I think the U.S. can produce more oil than any country in the world. We just if don't. they want to. Yeah, we just don't. But if they without a doubt, and even Alaska is still so supposedly Alaska has more oil than anywhere else on, on in the world. Yeah. I mean, ten times more than the Middle East. Really? Yeah, that's the that's the rumor. And like, there's like a big fight about you know nature and stuff, and starting to drill for oil there. It's like caribou. But yeah, but but the if you ask me the real the real problem is if Alaska gets tapped into uh it'll turn the the oil on top, you know. Suddenly gas drops here from f- $5 Imagine a gallon. Imagine gas was like 48 cents. That what it was in Dubai. It was like really? it was less. It was 12 cents a gallon. You drove in Dubai? Mm-hmm. 
How was that? Did they drive on well, the right side? Well, like, uh, my stepfather has family there. Oh, really? So, so we, we went, we didn't just go there as regular tourists. We kind of saw, like, kind of like their life there, you mm-hmm. know? But they're expats. They're Americans that move there. And, uh, yeah, driving was, uh, they were, they're, their society's not, doesn't have a big drug or alcohol problem. Really? So, like, yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about getting mowed down at 1 a.m. <laughs> like, literally, like, here, you know, yeah. you're wondering on the ride home, I hope I don't get killed by a drunk driver tonight. Yeah. Especially, what, like, he, people don't, like, pedestrians kind of jaywalk and all that, and then you get drivers who aren't looking because of the cell phones. Yeah. yeah. It's a recipe for disaster. I do find that that Long Island road rage, to me, is the worst. Oh, yeah. I think it's the worst. Gets you amped up, though. Wakes you, it wakes you up in the morning. I also think that genuinely, for some reason, people from there want to see you die <laughs> while just being in another vehicle next to them. Yeah. Like, you didn't do anything. You just, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm just cruising in a Honda Civic. Like, I, you know. But, <laughs> but the people around you want you to die. Yeah. Like, yeah. here. Like, as soon as you get to the Queens border, right? Uh, a person walks in the, uh, the walk, pedestrian, you know, walkway. The car stops. Yeah. In Long Island, never. <laughs> like, dude, you walk in a pedestrian walkway, that horn slamming at you, near miss, or they might just hit you. Yeah. I think I think that is one of the... So, obviously, I live in Jacksonville now, which is kind of... They call it the last southern city, and that is a huge difference. Is people in New York and the tri-state area, the driving is so aggressive. Very Down in the south, it's very passive, and they let they let you go in front of you, and I don't like it because it, I'm so used to like <laughs> no, one, no one being nice to you, you know, on the road, and you got to seize the gap and all. And, and down there, and, and so it's you can tell who's from the north and who's from the south just by their driving, right? And even the worst though is you take someone from the south and you put them in New York and have them drive, disaster. They don't know what to do. They're letting people go, but, you know, you don't do that because then you're never going to know. I know. It's like a... <laughs> yeah. So. But, anyway, what else is up? What are you doing now? Dude, now I got a metal hand. Well, part metal. Up in here's all metal. Oh, over God. this knuckles metal. What happened? I, dude, I broke it playing basketball. Right, right over here under the RFK bridge. Just broke it on a backboard. Really? And that's it. Yeah. That's crazy. So, like, for now, I'm semi-retired. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I don't miss the sanitation department at all right now. You yeah. know? So you don't have to go back to work ever again? No, I do. I do. <laughs> well, well, as soon as the doctor says, okay, you, you're clear, you, you can't go back unless you're cleared for full duty. Yeah. Once they say you're cleared for full duty, you know. So you can go all in on restaurant chair right now. I could, yeah. This is your moment. The, well, we, I think we had it. Like, especially we started it really when I first got hurt. Which yeah. was months ago. It could, this injury, believe it or not, that uh, it could take up to eleven months to heal. Jeez, I didn't know it'd be that long. I thought That's it'd be crazy. a couple of weeks, like a broken leg or something. But, yeah. but the hand injury is serious. Like right now, wow. I can't. Uh, you got to go to therapy and stuff. Yeah, going every day, and that's it. But uh, you know, look, restaurant chair. We, you need the leader on board. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, the the leader needs to lead from the front lines, in my opinion. You know what I so mean. So what what's the what does Jay do for restaurant chair, and what do you do for restaurant chair? Like you're the the social media guy, or I was doing I was a social media guy. I was blogging. I was I was I was doing everything. Yeah. You know, which is no problem. 
but but we need uh you need the leader to be involved and be there yeah. you know that's just the reality yeah. you know like you know, El Chapo led the Sinaloa cartel for a while <laughs> from the front lines. Like, yeah. The guy's been in shootouts, and, yeah. and you know, yeah. Yeah. that's how he got to where he was before, you know. Yeah. Now he's sitting in a prison, but... Yeah. That, you, leaders need to lead from the front, and we, that's what we need when Jay's ready. Is Jay more... Is he doing the writing then? No. He's, he's, kind, he's kind of not doing anything. <laughs> you know, but... Yeah. Well, what do you want? What is your ideal? Like, what, what do you want the, sh- the the restaurant? What is it like? Well, it, if we need to, uh, you know, you could follow. I did read a lot about Portnoy's background. Yeah, how he started Barstool. Yeah, and um, it's a grueling twenty-hour, you know, a day you got to put into it, and you got to think of unconventional ways, you know. The, what really got Barstool kicked off, which was genius from, from Portnoy, was um, he started, you know, buying a newspaper. Remember, like, those, those old things where you would open and, and buy yeah. a newspaper yeah. on the street corner? He started buying them. And, he, and, they, and they were on sale because newspapers are on the way out. Even now, you yeah. can buy, like, fucking uh, two, yeah. I, 250, 250 of them for, like, 50 bucks. Like, people were like, these are taking up space, not, you know... And what, what he did was he put them around. He put the barstool paper in it for yeah. free. And just that's it. And and literally, if you're going to build a, a, a website that that is similar to, to a barstool, that's how you have to do it. You have to you have to put those hours in at night of just throwing your shit out there. We, we literally might need like an actual newspaper that we produce like once a week. And just all over the street here, we just every corner around Astoria in Manhattan, yeah. we just put the, the buy our own stuff, put it down, stick fill it with newspapers. Well, I mean, you are in an area in New York that if you if you start just bringing it here, it can, by word of mouth, it can get spread out. Yeah, oh I yeah, mean, that's kind of how. Like my thing is, I get like you on right, and like I might not know everybody you know, but now, but now people who know you yeah. know me. And uh, this way, you know, that and that's happened too. Like people will listen to a, a person who's on the show and then be like, "Hey, can you ask him if I can be on the show?" Yeah. And uh, I actually got in touch with this guy, Javon, uh, cool dude. He does uh, music down in, in Jacksonville. And he's kind of blowing up. Um, and he was telling me the kind of the same thing. How we got started is like handing out his mixtape, and you know, people were like, "Yeah, thanks," and throwing like you know, but yeah. for every nine of Ten that threw it out. There was one who one. like subscribed to his Dude, stuff, and and he. But that's he, all no that one matters. paid him for that. He's put in all the hours on his own, and that's uh, all that matters is that one, the one listen. Yeah, but that's the hardest part about something like uh, podcast, the four lead podcast, or restaurant share is putting in the work without like real like you know no one. There's not. There's no reward at this point. You know, right? There's right. a lot of like well, ego. I, yeah, well, you know, I don't like, know. Like, I would be, be definitely down <laughs> to to do it again, but we have to launch it right. Yeah. We have to consistency and and you know, really when when Jay's ready. Yeah. You know. Also, I'm going to grab a little more Tito's. I, I, also, I could edit all this out, like the walking back and forth with the. Yeah. You know what I mean. No, I'm going to I'm going to give this to you, and yeah. I, and to use on restaurant chair because I think it would be really cool to have. 
the Four Leaf Podcast be featured. You want on... another vodka? No, I'm okay. Thank All you, right. though. Um, Three is the limit for me. Water. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it would be really cool to have the Four Leaf Podcast be featured on Restaurant Chair. Hell yeah. I mean, it's, it's a huge media aspect. It's needed. Yeah. But yeah, this whole walking back and forth, we'll just trim it right out. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't edit the podcast at Oh, all. really? Yeah, no, the podcast can be right. like a video, I'm going to send to you, and you can do whatever you want with it. Okay. Actually, you should be able to like download it, right, onto your computer or something, after we're done here? I'm sure we could. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do... I'm not... So that that's the, the st- biggest struggle for me, is uh, I'm kind of an idiot. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, like, I, I've never used Instagram until... I guess February of this year. I never had any social media of any kind. So, like, you know, I kind of come into this blind, but I, I'm not stupid. I know that, um, like, social media is how pretty much everything is done now, right? Like, yeah. podcasts, websites. I mean, no one has newspapers. Already said that. Like, everything's online. So I was like, all right. So I didn't realize that you could. I figured out how to put a photo on Instagram, but I didn't know how to do music for the longest time. So once I figured out how to do music, it was already like 30 episodes in. So now I'm like going back because um, Ash, my social media manager, is like, yeah, you know, everything needs to be uniform. Like she's like, I like the music picks, but like, you know, the first 20 or so didn't have anything. So like I'm kind of like re-releasing those photos and uh, it, it's it's such a learning curve. Like everything, I've learned so much. Definitely. About, like the internet. I knew incognito tab. But, but I knew that. Willing really. to learn is it's that's the whole battle. Yeah, and just realizing you don't know everything and that but you when you start off you have to do everything yourself. Yeah. And uh then eventually you get to the point where you know you can have a social media manager and have like lawyers. I mean, they're all friends of mine, so like they're kind of doing a pro bono right now, but they're all like thinking it's going to do well, I guess at some point, which is cool. But yeah, restaurant chairs uh I loved I love that website and I want it back. Yeah, that the, the I I like the website. I hate the name. I think the name's awful. But but maybe that's because you need it so you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. it's, it's necessary. But but also like I don't want to come off as a as we're trying to be barstool. We want to be well, our own. I'm not going to lie. Restaurant chair as a sitting sports thing it's kind of similar to barstool. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, even the color scheme. Yeah, actually, it's a complete barstool. This might get sued. <laughs> Maybe, you know. But listen, honestly, if barstools, any if any wealthy person is listening to this, you can sue me. Like, I, listen, I'm worth. I have like negative two hundred eighty four bucks. Yeah. probably my net worth. Yeah, when you when you add up everything, like yeah. th- I got nothing. So. Yeah. Th- th- you could sue-, sue the shit out of me. It would only give me publicity. Yeah, you know? that's not bad. That's no. the Donald Trump method is to get sued and then Dude, use that to me. advertise yourself. If Dave Portnoy sues us or comes out with a video of fuck you guys and blah, 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 be the happiest day of our life. Yeah, that's actually not bad. What if, what if you switched it to, like, uh, instead of restaurant chair, just, like, restaurant athletics? Well, that's... Yeah, I, you know, I never understood the... Restaurant chair, because I'm like, who the fuck goes is like, yo, you want to go to a restaurant to watch the Celtics? You never, say, you know, no, no one says like, that. Let's go to the bar and watch. It's the literally, game. actually, it's literally like you typed in synonyms for bar stool and restaurant <laughs> chair came up. It had to be, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah that's, 
<laughs> that's you, that's you. <laughs> but, you know, maybe there is also some genius behind it. It's like we came up with a TV show instead of Law and Order called, like, yeah. Legal and Regulated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? right, exactly. Yeah, it's called uh, Order of the Law. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, I don't you know. know, you gotta do yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so it's it's the website is is it pop culture or is it just sports? You know, uh, I think it's it's a it's a mix. It's a mix of stuff. It's it's definitely. I I like to talk politics always. Yeah. So po- for, if I'm writing, well, the four lead podcast, we avoid political stances. Right? Really? It's forever, yeah, not because we don't have them, but Whoa. because. Because people get so caught up in politics and then, like, automatically tune things out. And, you know, I consider myself in the middle. Like, I call balls and strikes yeah. on everything. So. But I, can we call both sides idiots? To some you know, extent? I got to be honest. Like, Lee, I don't think really cared about politics. At, at all? all? At all. No. Wow. No. All he right. actually, no. He liked Bernie. Who am I kidding? He loved Bernie. He was a Bernie. Did guy. he? Yeah, he was a right. big Bernie guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Bernie Bernie. Yeah, that might be shocking, but yeah, yeah, Shit. he was a big Bernie guy. A little socialism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like he was he was into the free stuff, you know? <laughs> uh, you can't blame him. Yeah. He, he, he really hated uh the red light cameras. That fired him up. Like oh, not yeah. much uh, bothered my brother, but you know, you make a right on red and you see that flash, he was pretty disappointed about that. I mean, if you think about it, it's a machine writing you a ticket. Yeah, he, he also is a big fan of the Jay Z song "99 Problems." Like when he's like, uh, "I know my rights," you know. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. For that. yeah. The... He would like always quote that song, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's, you know, I don't think." That's I still weird. remember that video. Yeah, him getting pulled over. Yeah, that actually that, he's with this guy Rick Weiss, just happens to be the same last name, but yeah. he was one of the founders of Def Jam. You okay. know, in the car with him, there's like a fat guy. Yeah. But classic video, classic song. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, are you, do you have a weapon on you? I know a lot of y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, everything that, that yeah. subconsciously the police that are thinking of, yeah. you know? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think being a police officer is a thankless job. I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, never. Definitely. Not a million years. Definitely. You know? Uh, uh, the way, it, like, um, American society is structured, conflict is inevitable. Yeah, it's a you have a, a a population that a lot of them have weapons, serious weapons, serious guns. You know, weapons that can fucking kill you. And on top of that, you have drugs, alcohol, you name it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a powder keg. It's a fucking powder keg. <laughs> it's like, like it's like on the Fourth of July. Like inevitably, someone's gonna blow their hand off. Even though all year, you know, like they they do like all the warnings, especially right before the holiday. They're like, hey, be careful, fireworks can hurt you. And then every year, the same thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even ha- like, even what we're doing right now, just sipping a little vodka, yeah. it would be better. Well, I'm just having a coffee right now. But. Coffee right now. <laughs> uh, it would be better if alcohol was illegal here. I think, I think so. alcohol causes a lot of problems. Um, yeah, I, and I don't see any upside. You know, I don't know how many people have woken up in the morning after a bender and been like, yeah, I'm really glad with everything I did last night, you know? No, exactly. I, I would say that, like, less than 1% of the time that's been... Yeah, yeah, um, without a doubt. And like, if, if there was no alcohol, there would probably be so many less mugshots of people in this world. Mugshots? Think of Dewey's, like... Like, the, there's... It, alcohol is nothing but problems. Yeah. Nothing but problems. No, yeah, because... You get, like, the guys who, like, they're super friendly, and then they get a few drinks in them, and they're getting in bar fights, you know? <laughs> now give them guns, and you have America. Like, exactly. That, that's really yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's yeah. So, so. conflict with the police is inevitable, and and for, even from from America's, uh, you know, America can can be a very standoffish country mm-hmm. in a way, and and a standoffish with people, you know, like in general, like like here, like this is a, this is a beautiful building here, like, and most of these people here, you have people that own restaurants, you have successful people live. It uh, in the building we're in right now. Yeah, you, six blocks away is the largest housing project in America. Oh yeah, yeah. You know Queensbridge is right here. Is that where Nas grew up? Yeah, yeah. His murals right right out there. Yeah, like, Dude, I love Nas, man. He's I'm one of the best of all time. He was the music of the rebrand. It was the first rap album I ever bought. His, really? His album Illmatic. Mine yeah. was Life After Death. Life After Death. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Biggie. Well, and I remember it was two. Di- it was two tapes. Remember, like, back in the day, there was tapes? Yeah, it was a double cassette. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hypnotize, yeah. That was before You're society You're nobody really until sucked. somebody kills you. Yeah, oh, dude, Biggie. I don't know. I feel like if he lived, maybe he's not as big today. I don't know how that would have played out. But I, I listen know. to him all the time. That I do know that uh, society, as soon as, as we got too te- technical with stuff, yeah. it's over. It's over, it's done. The instantaneous of like taking a video and being able to put it online and a billion people can see it in like half a second, I, that's crazy to me. Yeah. You know? It's crazy that, that the online world in a lot of ways is is sometimes more important than the real one. Yeah. Like when you think about it, you know, <clears throat> just everything, money, like, like how many people have become rich or wealthy off of stuff that's not really real? Crypto. Yeah, I don't understand crypto. For the life of me, it's, like it's like, as far as I understand it, it's like somebody made up something, and then said it's worth money, and then a whole bunch of other people agreed with them, and now they're saying it's, it's like billions of dollars. But I don't understand like what is it? Because like I can hold a dollar bill in my hand, right? I cannot hold crypto in my hand. I guess the real idea behind it is that it's a currency that's made by people, yeah, not governments. So, it its only value is what people are willing to pay for it, mm-hmm. you know, which is extremely volatile if you think about it. Yeah, because it's not backed by anything. Yeah, it's like even the U.S. dollar is technically not backed by gold or anything anymore. It was, but it's backed by weapons that can shoot you from four <laughs> miles in the sky. Like, yeah, like <laughs> that's the difference. Like yeah. USA can shoot us in this apartment. Oh, yeah. They can have, like, a, predator, a predator drone. We wouldn't even see it coming. That's what the dollar is backed by. It's backed by death, destruction, <laughs> and, and the strongest military freedom. force yeah. the world's ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know what crypto's backed by. It's confusing, and I, I, I'm generally scared of it. I would never get involved. It's probably the smartest move. Yeah. I've invested in some crypto. I've, I've lost some money. I've made some money. And it's going forward. I don't know. But there's a country, El Salvador, just made Bitcoin their legal tender. El Salvador. El Salvador. I'm now I'm convinced. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Should have said that earlier. I would have bought, where know, do we buy crypto? Um, you know, uh, I actually, right now, I actually really like the president of El Salvador. Is he the one who uh, put, the, all, like, the, he made the video of everyone getting arrested? He might have, but, but he's been the only one that's ever become president there that's serious 
about cleaning up drug dealing. It's got to be him then, yeah. Gangs. That's crazy. They sh- they yeah. shot this video from like drones of all these. Uh, I believe it's MS-13 or something. They have they're identified by their face tattoos, and he just rounded all of them up and put them in these prisons, and then like had all his military guys walking around and was like, "Hey, this isn't. We're not playing this game anymore." Smart, yeah, yeah. But and and his idea is like El Salvador. They don't have their own currency. They use a dollar. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't even have their own money. So his idea for making Bitcoin legal tender is they can. He's trying to make the the crock of shit disaster into into a, a, to get it on its own feet, and that's the reality. Yeah, like you know, a lot of South American countries are a fucking mess. They're just a mess. Yeah, it's just the reality. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. Well, that goes to like a lot of people hate on America. That's like the cool thing to do these days is hate America. But this is the greatest country in the world because you can literally be and do whatever you want to do. You know. I mean, within some limit, as long as you're not hurting other people, for the most part, you can do whatever you want. And uh, I feel like unless you've traveled the world and seen other places that you're not fortunate enough to do that, you don't really have an appreciation for this country. Yeah, there's no better country to to start with nothing from, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, there's no better place where you can really start being from poverty, but if you have some amazing skill set or yeah, and whatever that is, whether it's uh, singing, acting, athletics. You can become a billionaire. No other country in the world gives you that. No yeah. chance. A lot of it's inherited wealth, what family you come from. Yeah. And that's it. Americans yeah. do make some mistakes, though. Especially, like, um, uh, Americans believe that a lot of other people are smarter than them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, um <clears throat> Like, uh, like I spent, I spent a lot of time in the Balkans, actually, right there. It's the, it's the Serbian church, you know? Yeah. And what's funny is, like... Did uh, you get that in the Balkans or on Amazon? This? Yeah. No, this was from some Chinese website, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's Literally, not... <laughs> if you rip that down, behind will say made in China. <laughs> Everything's made in China. The most American thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, what's funny is some of my friends from there are like, man, it's crazy, like, uh, having an accent here... People automatically believe you're you're smarter or something, or speak seven languages, or yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, uh, Americans have to give themselves some credit, I think. Like, like nobody works harder than Americans, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, like today's society, women are working just as much as men are. They're having kids. I mean, it's created a stressful life. Yeah. It's fucking chaos. I mean. Women wanting to join the workforce, I know what the fuck you were thinking. Like, <laughs> like, like, listen, listen, staying home beat the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I'm uh, not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, equal rights. <laughs> While I'm on board with it, I don't know if you really want to get into this shit. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, no. Like, <laughs> well, there, I mean, there is there's so much, there's so much stress worrying about bills and stuff like that, so. But yeah, that that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's just like problems that matter and problems that don't really matter. Because debt yeah. and all that stuff really, it doesn't go with you when you die. So, you know, whatever. You know, send me a bill. I'll get to it when I get to it. I mean, like if young people, especially late 80s, early 90s babies, yeah. they're born into American debt. And there's no other option, you know. No. I also do, uh, I do have a little disdain for baby boomers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But that's, um, 
it's because I don't understand them mentally, you know, but maybe that's because I'm from a different era, you know, yeah. we're from a different generation. Yeah, I think there is a thing to be said about generations of being different. There is. Yeah. They, like, uh, like the baby booming generation, right, they, it was the best time to be born and accumulate wealth in America, yeah. right? Now it's a whole different world. And it, it's, I think it, they're, they're from a standpoint where it's, it's very easy to point the finger at young people and say they're lazy or they're this or financially they're fucked up, it's all their fault, blah, blah, blah. But like, how many people do you know that were uneducated, that got civil service jobs, that have four houses and three boats and like, yeah. Like Gary's a cop with a high school diploma. <laughs> you know, he bought three houses, a, boats, and like today you can't do that. No, yeah. yeah but I do good. think older generations, if you lived during, like, like, for, like Serbia, for instance, Serbia right now is the third poorest country in Europe. It's a, it's a disaster in terms of. of <laughs> You're fi- Serbian, right? Of finance. I'm totally American. No, but you're, you're, I'm you're, American. Your, your background is Serbian. My, my, like I'm, my background, I'm, my Italian. my background's mixed. Oh, really? background's mixed. My my mom is uh, is Irish. Oh, and you know, uh, according to my DNA test, you, you know, had one of those done. Yeah, had one of them done. What's funny is when you get your results. It's funny that family members dispute the results. They get in arguments about it. <laughs> yeah, like, like like mine, like you know, like like my mom always said, you know, she's a hundred percent Irish. Well, like, my DNA test didn't come back that way. Yeah. <laughs> but to her, uh, that DNA test has to be wrong. <laughs> like, 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 this is, I got, I got 10% Greek. Yeah. Right? And th- that's what I got. And she's like, no, that one has to be wrong. And I was like, what do you mean this one's wrong? <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you. But, but also, heritage uh, in America is funny, is a funny thing to me. Yeah. Because I think, like... Like, born in America, like, and raised here, you're American. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. You're yeah. American. And the world sees you as American. But it's funny, especially Italian-Americans. Yeah, you know, some right. people might get pissed off yeah. that, that, that I'm talking, but to me, they're the... They're so not Italian yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, they don't speak a, wor- a word of Italian. Tell me the president <laughs> been of Italy, Italy right now. Yeah, they know nothing about right. it. Yeah. American Italian. But they got the, the Italian tell, decal. Tell me the president of Italy. The Italian know? flag Prime, decal right. on the car. That's, it, with the jersey plates. <laughs> like, you know, like, like liking chicken parm doesn't make you Italian. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah. Like, yeah. But what's funny is like some people when they get DNA results, like I'm 10% Greek. Yeah, Congra- congratulations, dude. Falafel doesn't mean any different to me now. It doesn't no. hit me harder. A gyro doesn't mean more to me now. <laughs> you know? Like, tzatziki sauce, it's now still not my favorite sauce yeah, in the world. Yeah. Like, Did you have anything else besides the 10%? So what were you, like 40% Irish? Uh, you know, I, di- I did two of them. And, and I had different results from both of them. But not big disparities. A couple percentage. But I had some blood from Nordic, from um, uh, Sweden, uh, 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 some blood from Eastern Europe, Slovenia, in, in, in specific. Slovenia used to be the same country as Serbia, Yugoslavia. Yeah. So I have Yugoslavian blood, and then German and Austrian. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, really, you, you realize that you're basically, everyone in America is a mutt in some Yeah, way. yeah. 
But it's just interesting, like, if you were a kid here and someone and your parents told you you were Albanian. Yeah. It's, yeah you would grow Swedish up believing you're Albanian. Yeah. But I, you don't know it. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I would, people always ask me, like, what I am. I just say mostly Italian, you know? Yeah. But yeah. uh, mostly yeah. Italian. <laughs> That's as true as it can be. But I am it, mostly Italian. But it's just funny to me, like, the... Um, like even like like the American Italian podcast and stuff like that and oh, like their, their culture is 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 stems from some uh, from Italy some things, but their culture is really traditionally East Coast American. Yeah, like most even most of the food is East Coast American dishes. Yeah, you know? well, Italian American food versus straight Italian food is different. Yeah, find me fettuccine Alfredo <laughs> in, in, in Milan right now. No shot, you know. But yeah, um, we do got about twelve minutes left. It looks like I do. Obviously, Perfect. the Four Lead Podcast does have a mental health focus, and I'm not telling. You know, I'm not going to diagnose. I'm not qualified anyway to talk about. It. But sure. I do like to just share things. Is there any time when, like, you know, you're going through? Maybe you're a pretty happy guy, but if something's bothering you, different coping mechanisms, I know you're a big basketball guy, anything that yeah. you do or would recommend to anybody who's going through it to help them out. It's been a fun episode for sure. Like, we touched on a lot of things. Hell yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the, the, the most important thing to remember is that living itself is not that bad. Living <laughs> is a gift. Yeah. You know, like, like, think about this. Like, no matter what's fucked up, whether you're in debt or... Or this, you're in a fight, you break up with somebody or whatever. Like, you're the fucking sperm that survived. <laughs> you know? You, no matter what retarded position you're in, yeah. you beat out all the CEOs and, the, and you know, and, and, and the political leaders. You beat them out. That's true. So you already won by being here. Yeah. You're the seed that somehow got past everybody else. Yeah, you didn't end up in a sock. You made it. So, so even if you're in a fucked... And it shows, like, even if you're fucked up now in your own life, you, can, you don't have to be that a year from now. <laughs> that, that, you know, somehow this, you're the fucking sperm cell that beat them out. You can beat out what you're going through now. And it's just through taking basic steps every day, yeah. you know, everything, whether it's weight loss, whether it's what, whatever, whatever you're going through. If you have a drug problem, uh, depression, you know, the, the depression is tough. I feel like that, like a, a lot of people are depressed a lot, you know, and, and what I mean is a lot of people are depressed without being diagnosed with depression. Yeah. And. And and always go back to who you were yesterday doesn't have to be who you are tomorrow, but you can learn from from your mistakes from yesterday. That's the, that's the most amazing thing about about life and change who you are. You know, you have to be the hero to your own story, but but in order to be that, you have to do the things that you would want the hero to do, like advice that you would tell people. You have to actually live by it. Yeah. But once you start making those steps, then your your potential is is limitless. Yeah, I mean, I would I would agree with everything you just said, including the part that you don't have to be who you were. You know, you don't have to be who you were yesterday. Yeah, you know, and, and even if like you had a, a bad situation with an ex girlfriend, say even a, a someone you dated and you were bad to them, you don't have to be bad to your next girlfriend. 
Yeah. You know, you you can be, you know, every year the people that come into contact with us change. Literally. Like, think of how many people you met this year that you would have no idea that yeah. would mean anything to you or people you would, you would be, you know, become friends with. So, like, so you true. have to keep that in mind. Even if you're in a shitty situation, even if you have a shitty group of friends. Yeah, you're your shitty group of friends right now. Don't have to be the shitty group in the future. Yeah. As you go out and, and, and when you do more positive things, whether that's going to the gym, pursuing an activity you like, pursuing a sport, going somewhere new, you come into contact with different human beings. And every time you come in contact with one is an opportunity to, to have a new friendship, to have a new relationship in, in any way. I mean that's that's all deep stuff, and I the fr- the friend part of it, and I think you could speak to this. I think you and Jay have been friends for like what twenty years, maybe right, give or take, maybe more. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I met Jay when I was fifteen, so so really like sixteen years. All right, so I met right. him in middle school. But that's what I'm saying. When you've had friendships like that, like that are so deep and so profound, it's special, and to not sleep on it because I, you know. Obviously, losing Lee sucks. Like, that's always going to suck. I've kind of accepted that, you know? But yeah. I still have some of the best friends, um, you know, that and, and, like, through them, I can, like, kind of form, like, a like a mixture of character, I don't know, traits, and create, yeah. like, a kind of would have been Lee. Like, if I ever got married again, like, I wouldn't have one best man. I would have, like, all of them represent who my best friend was right. you know and um so in a way that i'm kind of blessed because i can call you know i can call my buddy matt or kendu or omar or manny james any of these dudes at like 2 a.m and be like hey i'm sad <laughs> you know and they'll answer and um that's that's worth something that's you know? really what it's about yeah it's really not like what you've lost it's what you have and then making the best of the circumstances sure because you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow but no. you do know, and you said this earlier, you, you know how you can react to things. And when you start kind of building in, like, all right, if, if something bad happens, here's my go-to. I'm, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to jujitsu, I'm going to box. I'm going to do so many things, and I'm so tired that when I go to bed at night, I don't even think about making a dumb decision. Yeah, you know? And also, even the, the, the people you lost, like Lee, people close to you, your mom. Yeah. You know, you, you have to also think what they would want you to 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 feel today or to be today yeah the uh being sad definitely not what they would ever want you to be yeah you know <laughs> like if you talk to them they would definitely say no i never want my my kids to be sad or or upset or you know when i pass for it to negatively affect them you know yeah. like if you had kids you wouldn't want them like uh, when i die i don't want my kids wasting 10 seconds on it I'm fucking dead. I hope you got. I hope one of you bastards won the 5K that you shot me with the arrow. With, you know? That was a good circle back. That was terrific. It, I love that. It's yeah. the reality, yeah. you know. So like, you have to think of that uh, as you wake up every day, yeah. and, and you think about the people that you lost, and it's great to remember them and think of them, but but being sad on them. Is it's a waste of time, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's 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 a it's a waste of of energy on yourself. Yeah. So you have to think of of the great memories that you had with them, and and that that's what's valuable. Yeah. You know, well, my mother used to always say like it was three words, and like if you do it, 
like your life is going to be okay, but she'd always say, Sam, make good choices. So that, that was four words. But if you deleted the Sam from it, just make good choices, make good three choices, words. Yeah. Yeah. And that she she would say that all the time and like, you know, for a while there I was definitely not doing that. It was like I was like making the opposite of good choices. But interesting. But um if you make good choices and you know what that is, right? Like if you're you're married, you're at a bar and there's this dime hitting on you and you know, you put your ring in your pocket, you know that's not a good choice, you know? You know it's not a good choice. If you're hammered and you start your car up, not a good choice. Not a good choice. But you don't have to make those choices. You just be cognizant of the fact that, you know, temptation's out there. That's a real thing. Yeah. Just don't act on it and make good choices. That's right. That and that's the reality. And if you make good choices every day, the only outcome's good. Yeah, and if you do make a mistake, you know, own up to it, address it, and don't make that same mistake twice. Yeah. But uh, we got about three minutes left. I'm gonna turn it over to you, and uh, you know, I'm gonna sit here and listen to this because you've been killing it. No, no, no. <laughs> this is just this is just normal conversation shit. Yeah. You know, I do really love the website, and I can't. When are we rebooting this thing? And I say we because I'm on board. What? Yeah, we, we got to get Jay on board. Once Jay is is on board, I want to write a mailbag weekly, a weekly mailbag. It's a it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I, it's a home run. Yeah, no, I, I could turn. Uh, yeah, I think I got some stuff. And then because I was trying to do it every day, but it's hard, man. Doing something every day is hard. That's why the podcast is just once a week now because it's easier. Yeah, to you know get a quality guest, get a quality. But we got a lot of a lot of good stuff. A lot of good. The New York Jets are about to start, so it's going to be a lot of good content. We got. You got the rest of the summer. You got the Mets, the Yankees. You got the Jets, the Giants. You got West Virginia football. I don't know who your college team is. College football, I'm not big on following. Yeah, but but Jets, I'm a Giants fan, but I don't miss the Jets. No, but you can bang out all the tri-state area sports, and you can just be handing things out here in Astoria. And the Jets is are the best team to watch in football. Well, with Rodgers, right? Always incredible. For my whole life. They've always been complete chaos. Yeah, that's why I, I'm, they're like the Mets of the NFL. The, Mets, the, the Mets are crazy too. How are, how are the Mets not better? The Mets should change their colors to green and white. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the same team just with a different first letter. Yeah, it's they rhyme. Uh, the Nets are similar too. When they got KD and James Harden yeah. and couldn't win a game, but you could have the highest and payroll, Kyrie too, yeah. right? And still fuck everything up. I don't know who their equivalent is in hockey. I would say the Islanders, but I feel like the Islanders have been better recently. They're, they're, yeah, they, they have, they've been playoff worthy, at yeah. least. Yeah. But. Well, they're crazy that when they lost to Varus and then they got better, it was shocking. Yeah. But, but that also goes to it. I still think a group of guys that believe in themselves and are willing to do the dirty work. and never ta- If you never take a second off in any sport, the outcome has to be good. Oh, because they're all, I mean, they're all absurdly athletic individuals. Like, I don't know if you've ever. Like if you like an amateur MMA fighter will obliterate a oh, regular no doubt. dude in a fight, no doubt. but that amateur MMA guy is going to get obliterated by the worst guy in the UFC. 100%. And that's like that, there's there's levels to this. Like you take a, the worst guy in the NHL and you put him in like some like re- adult rec hockey league, he's going to score like sixty goals a game. So uh, <laughs> it just depends on the motivation, I guess. And they do have that. Uh, who's the coach now for the Islanders? Uh, their head coach is there's Lou Lamorello is the GM. Yeah, but their coach is that guy. Uh, he's pretty uh, whatever it is, but he kind of he kind of wrote, wrote the ship a little. Is it Tr- Trots? No, Trots? it was Trots. They oh. fired him. They fired the best coach they ever had ever. 
But Trotz was the guy who came in after uh, Tavares left, right? Yes. Yeah. And they made the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. with dog shit goal scorers. They, they couldn't score. Yeah. But they like the Florida Panthers this year, like the Florida Panthers didn't have great super athletic hockey talent. But they did all the little things right. Yeah. Well, on that note, we're all going to do the little things right. Do the little things right. <laughs> but you I, never know. I appreciate you being on the show, man. This was uh, great. Dude, of course, look, man. I was really looking forward to this one. So. Hell yeah. I'll send it to you. It's going to be a couple. I, I've just been driving around doing podcasts last week, so I, I've got like 20 in the That's in the perfect, bank. man. Yeah. But I love you, man. I appreciate it. Love you, dog. It. We'll do it again. Yes, sir. Thanks, everybody, for listening.